When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, super great. Time to get Sedano in here. Sedano, what are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I, first of all, I don't feel like Momo did Bergman any favors when saying what she Zero. said to him. That was not a compliment by Wait, any which one? imagination. The stuff, think, you know, you don't have to be a 10. You, you can be like a 5 or a 6. But if you just no, smell good. Well, well, George, did you hear the, the story I told seven? about I the, like seven, the Laker seven wife? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, Sedano. Most people overrate themselves. Did you hear the story? No, not about okay. overrated, but Jesus. Sedano, did you hear the story I I told about the Laker <laughs> wife? That was fine. No, no, no. Okay, so here's the story I told you. Tell me if this is a a an insult to me or a compliment. All right, so a player's wife said this yeah. to you. All right, so I walked up to a player once. We were on the road, yeah. and I said, "There's a group of like ten TV crew people eating dinner." And he walked in, yeah. sat at the bar by himself. I said, "Hey, you want to come eat with us? So you don't have to eat by yourself." He goes. Thank you for the invite, but i got to deal with my wife, and the deal is I don't go out in groups on the road. She goes, too many guys have just gotten into trouble. I go, oh, okay. Uh, I'll have a good dinner. And I went back, and I ate with my group. But a week later, his wife runs into my wife, and my wife tells her that story. And she says, oh, well, he can go out with John. I'm not worried about him. Sedano, is that an insult or a compliment? Oh, that is absolutely an insult. I thought Bergman agrees with you. Ramona thinks it's a compliment. I I agree with Ramona. I agree with Ramona. Uh, You're a trustworthy guy, John. Yeah, but it's a clear indicator that she thinks I have absolutely no game. No game. No, no game. She just thinks that you're a stand-up guy that's yes. just out for dinner, an honest yeah. dinner with the guys. Right, and you're don't not have to worry about him. Trouble. No, no. She thinks nice you're guys. a lamo, and I, that's why she wants I, her husband to hang out with yeah, you. Yeah, George, I, I think I kind of agree with you. I think that was yeah. a. I, I think that was a. Well, let me let me say something here. Yeah, Let me say something. You you guys you guys kind of buried the lead here. Let me tell you about okay. about Bergman's girlfriend. Okay. Oh. Yeah, but they spent the weekend together, George. Yes, I heard. First of all, she's gorgeous. And and Bergman, I think, will acknowledge this, that people will look at them as a couple and think she's super hot. And he's he's he makes a nice presentation for himself. But when okay, I say please. but it ups his game if he's with right. Her. Yes, it right. Does. Wait, if so he you, if he used to be a seven, this puts him into eight or nine. Yeah, category. Oh, listen, that's what I was trying to oh, say. Nine, no doubt. Nine no is doubt. Stretch. No, 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 when no, you're but, with her, Greg, don't get carried <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only one. She's yes. right next to you. Standing you can eight foot like, with a nine. She's not seven and there. a half. Yeah, Greg, solid six point eight. You're a nine in my eyes. This is a solid compliment. I'm going to give you a compliment. Ready? Yes, thank you. Oh, no, not you again. You are <laughs> one of my friends who I would consider setting up with someone. Uh, hey, okay. That's that is a, a nice compliment. compliment. That right? is a nice, nice compliment. compliment. I think Greg is somebody that, like, I would set up a girlfriend of mine who was looking to date somebody because I feel like, A, you would not be a jerk, B, you would not embarrass me, and three, something good could happen because you're in it generally for the right reasons. Yeah. Wow. Nice, nice compliment. Right? Uh, Thanks, Momo. Nice series of Thanks, compliments Momo. right there. That was. Let, you me, say, let me keep going. Yeah. Let me right, give you more ahead. compliments. Okay, yeah, ahead, give me some more. So first of all, when <laughs> other women see Bergman and Dottie together, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they do think Bergman is much hotter than yeah, he is because true. True. they're like, what does she know that I don't know? So that's A hot right. woman is like the best accessory for a man. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah, number one. Is. Man, you guys Not are some a- shallow people here. No, we're just from L.A. Lindsay, don't oh lie. <laughs> this is true. This is Not all only, true. Hey, Not it's only... better to look good than to feel good here. That's right. Get with it, would you? Yikes. Not only if you look good, is... you do feel good. The, the girlfriend is beautiful, okay? <laughs> but wait, there's so much more to her than but just wait, beauty. There's more. Oh, wait. <laughs> she is incredibly accomplished. Um, she was a great track athlete oh. in her college career. She went on and got a uh, master's, uh, an MBA. She went on to get a PhD. Okay. By the way, Wait her real name is her real name is so cool. You can't help but love her real name. And she was telling me this story about coming from a big, big, big family, and she was the first person from her family to go to college. She Good has subsequently taken care of her brothers, her sisters, her parents. I mean, she has really been super successful. Berg- Bergman, serious question. 
I'm now afraid. that I've heard, you know, now that I've heard this description, are you sure that you're not being catfished? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think about it sometimes. Uh, do, but do you, but no. do you lock your wallet up if you and Dot are like Netflix and chill? It might be might the be lock, smart for you to lock do it. it up. No. But, <laughs> Absolutely hey, not after you know my money. You don't need his succession <laughs> with cousin Greg at the wedding. I am not cousin Greg. You stop that. What's wrong with cousin Greg? He's the worst. No, he's not. He's just a, he he's starts, a he's a social climber, but other than that, yeah, he's not a bad guy. And he goes guy. to and he starts hitting on the really hot heiress, right? What is she like a princess or something, right? Oh, yeah, she does. That's because he's smart. Yeah, and so then he starts hitting on her, and then all of a sudden he becomes way more attractive to all the other. All the, By the way, where does he went for the hot PR chick? Then he went for the yeah. hot heiress. What does it say about me that I'm attractive to Shiv on that show? I think she's very. What do you mean? I love Shiv. Yeah, oh she's yeah, super she's super but she's like Shiv. the worst person ever. No, no, yeah, she's yeah, not. Yeah, she's but... not. She has a heart. What about? Uh, yeah, but but she's she has t- a she's heart. a terrible wife. She's yeah, cheating she on Tom. Yeah, she doesn't care. She hates her brothers. She yeah. she only wants to get the company for herself. Right. What? So well, all of them are like that. Most, right. Most I mean, Macaulay Culkin's character. He's worse. Yeah, but he's funny. The other brothers. Shiv isn't even funny. Kieran Culkin. Why am Kieran I attracted? Yeah. yeah. Why am I attra- so attracted to Shiv? I don't. I don't get it. But I, I don't am. know. There's something. There's sexy. Hey, so I've got. I've got a thing. I was listening to you guys today. I was in the car yeah. for an hour. Okay. Sorry the to hear that. First hour of the show. Okay. And I've got. I've got a new nickname for what you guys did today. You guys could start your own podcast called the Deflators, and the reason that's the case is because. God forbid we enjoy something on television where you want to pop the balloon and not let us enjoy it, oh. the two of you. What the hell? Why can't we context. just enjoy winning time without you guys trying to win it? Was no, I, I actually like winning time. Yeah. I just think that... The, you like it enough to talk about it and how much you, you dislike the fact that it's not accurate. Like, who cares? It's just a TV show. Right. I, I know most people feel like you do. Um, yeah, it's, do. Hard, it's hard for people who know the actual yeah. people to swallow it because the book was totally factual yeah. and the TV show isn't. Well, the, the only it, thing I had a really... There were two things that I had a problem with. The Jerry West portrayal and the whole his mom is dying in the middle of the season because that really totally didn't happen. Like, But, but, Sedano, like, I'll, say th- I'll say I this. If it. you ask me... You guys are the deflators. You're like a Sorry. tag team in the WWE. <laughs> the deflators. If you ask me are. to give Winning Time yeah. a grade, I'd give it an A-. minus. I think it was a really good show that the minus is because they they just didn't stay true to the book, but... I, that doesn't matter if you're trying to do an entertainment vehicle. Oh, my vehicle. God. I was, yeah, like, nice sitting there going, so, like, can we just wait a enjoy the – you guys make it seem like we can't enjoy the show because of the the, the, the minus part of it that you just mentioned. Um, yeah, but still, A- minus is still well, pretty friggin' good. I fully acknowledge, and I think you will too, that w- I'm probably too close to it because yeah. I know a lot of yeah. the real people. So it's hard for me to separate – like, I, I do know Jerry West. I know him. I've known him for 15 years. And so it's hard for me to separate the portrayal of him from, like, the entertainment of it. But you don't think – like, 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 I feel like I feel like Mason's nailed this. Like, he – Jerry West doing all the stuff he's done, threatening lawsuits, only – Lends itself like, to the character. No, I disagree. To the character that everyone's talking about. I totally right. disagree. Like, I feel like if somebody did that to me and portrayed me in a way that was, like – really negative in caricature of me, I would want to say something public. Now, I wouldn't say I would take it all the way to Supreme Court. But Thank I would, you. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> because but it's would, not going there, no I matter where you, you want know, to take it. You know it. who would take it to the Supreme Court, Momo? Huh. Jerry West. The Jerry West character yeah, would. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, yeah. He's not going he to, by the way. Okay? Real life he would. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just like, I'm also not 83, okay? And like, when you get to be that age and you've already written your own book and then all of a sudden somebody's rewriting the history that you've already written for yourself, yeah. it feels kind of disingenuous. It by feels the way, Sedano and Cap, do you agree with me that the season two play yeah, is, is right. you yada yada 81, 82, 83, and then when, you know, you, you're probably going to have to cover the magic Westhead breakup, yeah, a little bit, but pretty much yada yada those three years, and then pick it up in '84 when the Lakers Celtics superpower battle starts, because then they can yeah. use all the characters they I, had this year. They can use Larry Bird, who they developed yep. into a good character. Oh, I liked last night. In, in the, the right. Larry Bird character is awesome. shooting shots. That's so him, though. Yeah, that yeah. is definitely him. And and I think then you can get into the you know you you get somebody yeah. to play ML well, you know Carr and Cedric line. Maxwell and you know well, all those. Sedano, dudes. didn't you love the Pat Riley scene? Because that's another one. I'm sixty-three okay, so, to three. Yeah, that I can totally. So, I, so you know what? Here's I my saw question Pat to you, on, though. You know Pat really well. Yes. How do you feel about the early Pat portrayal? Who's like, I mean, to me, he's like Sonny Bono or something in this, <laughs> like, like from him. Adrian Brody here, yeah, and, and like, like um, 
like that's if not really listen, Pat, right? Like, well, no, that's not evolves. true either. Uh, that's not true. Okay. If, I, and I've had this conversation with him. Yeah. He was very much down on the dumps after his playing career. Okay. And that stuff, he was, he told me he was playing volleyball on Venice beach and basketball on Venice beach and just was like a beach bum. God, I can't um, picture this. So, I'm very jealous of that life, by the yeah, way. Yeah, there there's a lot of truth to the Pat Riley arc with Adrian Brody, for sure. Um, now, the, now, I don't know every single detail. I actually saw Pat on Friday because I did the Philly Heat game. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't get a chance to, like, talk to him, talk to him, because he was walking back to his seats. But I would love, in a private moment, I'd love to ask him about it because he would never talk about it on the record. Yeah. Most of the people in the show have taken the tact of, like, we're the only ones who know what it was really like, and we're not going to comment on it because any attention we give it is just going to give more. Well, I've, I've told people, if you want a factual yeah. account of what happened, read the book. If you want to be entertained, watch Winning Time. Yeah, we want to be entertained, okay? Right. Yeah, no then your Winning Jeff Time Perlman. is... Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Perlman's a great writer. I, I want to be entertained. I don't want to sit there and have yep. to read anything. Then right Winning now. Time is for you, and if you want to hear from yeah. the actual people who lived it, watch They Call Me Magic. Well, hey, by the yeah. way, in uh, one episode, in one episode, which was last night, the Bus Brothers come off oh, as looking gosh. like the biggest dopes in the world. If I were the Bus Brothers, I'd actually be more upset than Jerry West <laughs> is upset. Because that's no, how that's... bad those two looked last night. They looked bad, but, I mean, I don't think that's a real departure for, from how they've been. Thank you. Them. I was Ooh. just going to say, that Ooh. doesn't seem like it's too far from the truth. It's, uh, hey, it, that's an accurate portrayal then. Yeah, it's hard to um, to watch people that we actually know yeah. get harpooned yeah. like that but yeah. but again it's entertaining way, as jerry hell west jerry west's story arc has become way more interesting ever since he started you know yammering about it because it, he actually i felt like became more of like uh instead of a uh what's the what's the phrase i'm looking for he became more of like a not a hero per se, but his story arc became more positive. I felt like in a lot it of did. Same with Kareem. But Same with oh, Kareem. Kareem, Kareem See, that's it the one. Like it. when I watched it early, I said, "Okay, Kareem's going to hate this." But if he keeps if he keeps watching it, they really do give him a lot more depth. And then I thought the way they had. I don't know if the Spencer Haywood stuff is all true. Like, if did right. Kareem really go to him or not? But he really comes off very well. I think by the I, end uh, of this. I listened to a podcast with Wood Harris who plays. Yeah. Haywood, and he's been talking actor, to Haywood throughout this, yeah. and and he th he thinks it's pretty true to really yeah. what happened. Haywood, by the way, has completely cleaned up his life. Yeah, he really has. But he he was drug addicted, and he was that guy that you saw in Winning Time. Didn't last it happen night. after like it was like at a practice in Game Three? It was like even later. Yeah. So it's, the series, uh, all right. So that's just happen. some of the stuff that Sedano and Cap are going to get into. They're taking the wheel next on Seven Ten ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. <laughs> yeah! Bing, bada, bing. Do da da do ba dig 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 a dum da da da. Dum 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 dum. What is that? Bing bada bing. Hello. Dig a dum do do do. Okay. Do do do. Ba bi da bu. Boop do get do dig 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 a dum da da ding. What is happening here? This is unbelievable. Okay. Wow. It's quite an open. I was going to say. Yeah. Wow. All right. That is, that is quite an open right there. Great way to start the show. Yeah. Right on. Woo. 
Oh my! I mean, he even lasted past your doom, dee doom, doom. Oh, it just kept on going. I was like, and then Chris started talking again. Boom! Right. All of a sudden, Chris was like getting through birthdays and like national days. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. That probably should have been cut somewhere else. You know, Chris is also cut a little. You know, pushing a little, being spread a little thin here these days. Seems that way. Well, I'll tell you something, George. Uh, during yeah. the super crosstalk, my goodness, I tried to give Greg Bergman a compliment, and yeah. I'm going to tell you something. John yeah. Ireland was not having it. Why? What do you mean not having it? I mean, I'm like going to go into a full-blown diatribe about how wonderful Bergman's girlfriend is. Because let me just tell you something, George. I don't really care to hang out with Bergman, if I'm being honest about things, but his girlfriend is always invited. <laughs> Like, his girlfriend is always you invited. You know he's still here, right, and listening. Oh, oh he is? Yeah, oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, my well, B. it doesn't matter. My B. My B. <laughs> I mean, is it your B, though? Because, I mean, that's really how you feel. So. Well, so it's funny because Bergman sent me a text yesterday. He's like, hey, I just want to let you know how much my girlfriend really loved you and loved Rachel. And I replied with, yeah, we loved her, too. Like, I didn't reply like, hey, we think you guys are both awesome. We think you guys are great. I replied with, yeah, we love her, too. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm there telling you, you right now. Bergman got a lady friend, and she is awesome, and we spent the whole day together Saturday, and we had dinner together Saturday night. We had brunch together on Sunday. It was like a real couple's wait, wait, weekend. I mean, what the hell is going on here? Like, yeah. it's like weekending with you? Like, what is happening here? You know, I'm not going to say that it was really intended to go that way. It's just that she was so awesome that we just all kept hanging out together. Okay. We went to a Kentucky Derby party on Saturday afternoon. Bergman and with showed- Bergman. Yeah, with Bergman and his girlfriend. Bergman shows up, dude. He's wearing, like, these linen white shorts with this cool white shirt and a bow tie and some outrageous jacket. And guess what? He won the competition for best dressed. Wow. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't feel like Bergman is a bad dresser. No, but he took it to a new level. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I always feel like I, I, I don't – I think there, there's one thing he surprised me on is that he could dance very well. That was, like, uh, during the pandemic. But I've never thought he's a bad dresser. I always feel like he dresses fine. I know there are times, you know, historically where he was, like, very Mason-esque where he'd wear, like, you know, sports stuff all the time. But now that he's, like, a, you know, a middle manager, like, he's dressing a lot better these days. Well, he showed off his dance skills on Saturday night because after a full day of horse racing and yeah. day drinking – uh, yeah. We all went out and had a lovely dinner that night, and then afterwards we walked across the street to my favorite little rock and Who roll bar. Who picked up the bill, though? That's my question. Actually, we went Dutch. Wow. Yeah, everybody split everything. It was very nice. Okay. You know, and then uh, we went to this rock and roll club, and the band was great, and the four of us were out on the dance floor jamming, having a great time. Nice. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, Bergman's girlfriend is amazing, and as I was trying to tout that for everybody, man, oh man, John Ireland shut that down but, but in what way he deflected the conversation every time i was like hey let me just tell you guys about this john took it in a different direction it's as if he didn't want to hear that bergman has a lovely girlfriend oh smart not good, maybe successful not good for business? yeah right. maybe maybe not yeah. i mean i don't I, mean, I kind of missed you guys i gotta be honest with you i mean i don't really miss anyone else around here but i missed you guys dude. well we missed you too pal i'm gonna tell you something um there was a lot of crazy stuff that happened in sports this weekend Yes. And I got to give a shout out to Beto Duran, who I'm sure is listening right now. Yeah. On Friday, George, I was saying that one of the things I was excited about this weekend was the Canelo Alvarez fight on Saturday night. Right. And I said in a very flippant kind of a way, if Canelo Alvarez is beaten by this guy I've never heard of before, this yeah. is probably as big a upset in boxing since maybe Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson. And Beto said, and you know Beto is very embedded into the boxing world, he said, eh, hold on a second there, smart guy. And I went, what? Tell me. And he's like, if this guy beats Canelo Alvarez, I don't think people in boxing are going to be surprised. He's bigger. He's longer. He's a champion. He's undefeated. Yes. There's yes. a lot of reasons to think that uh, maybe Canelo bit off more than he can chew. And right. Canelo was up- clearly dominated. Yeah, he went up to a level he could not sustain. And, yeah, I saw some of that. Um, is actually in our community. There was some chatter about the fight leading into the fight and how perhaps uh, that was going to be a much tougher fight than people anticipated. And, yeah, look, there's going to be a rematch. It'll be cool. Um, I, I would imagine that, uh, that Canelo will be more successful in the rematch. But, yeah, like we, we spent a lot of time saying, well, Canelo really doesn't have anyone that he can fight. 
that he doesn't have anyone in his weight class or the classes that he has dominated that has been competitive, all that competitive against him. So, yeah, he bit off to, to, you know more than he can chew, and this yep. is the unfortunate result of the situation. So I'm sending a shout-out to Beto, who really did a great job on Thursday and Friday filling in for you, George. But um, in particular, that one moment where he said, don't be surprised if Canelo is upset. Uh, Beto, you were right on, man. Way to go. Manos de piedras. See. Si. By the way, do you want to hear a funny Kentucky Derby story? Yes, I can't wait. Tell me. I told this on Around the Horn today. So I, um, dude, I I was like five minutes before the race. I'm like, oh, crap, I haven't bet the Kentucky Derby. Don't even so tell me. Do not tell me you bet this horse. No, no, it, it's worse, actually. Oh. So I get on the TVG app, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, that's like the horse racing channel, whatever, and they have like an app where you can bet stuff. So I just literally said, all right, I got 50 bucks. I'm going to put 50 bucks in there, and I'm going to put 10 bucks on anything that's like 20 or 25 to 1 or over, right? Okay. So I start, you know, the first couple, there was like the three horse was 20-something to 1. I saw like the 12, I think the 15. So there was like four horses that I saw. Problem is, I didn't scroll down. Because this was the 21 horse, and they're in numerical order. Right. So I didn't I, – there's literally less than five minutes, so like two minutes on the clock. I'm like, ah, crap, i got to hurry up. And I, I stayed with $10 in the account, and I didn't scroll down to horse number 21, Rich, Rich Strike, right? Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, yeah. Did not scroll down and put the last $10 on the biggest long shot because I'm an idiot. Okay, because wow. I didn't see it, because I didn't, I didn't have time, because I didn't, I procrastinated too much, and did not win eight hundred bucks because of that. You want to hear something, George? Let me tell you. So Bergman and I and our ladies, we were at a Kentucky Derby party, and on all the tables they had the lineup of the race, and it was right. horse one through horse twenty. Right. When horse twenty one, Rich Strike, won the race, everybody in the party was like, "Who's that?" Because everybody's got a lineup of all the horses on the table, and it's only 1 through 20. So a lot right. of people have been asking me, they're like, can you put this into perspective because I don't follow horse racing? Imagine this. Imagine a player is a 19-year-old kid in baseball, and he's playing low-A minor league baseball. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. And he gets a call from the Dodgers. Hey, it's Game 7 of the World Series. I realize you're only a 19-year-old kid fresh out of high school and you're only playing low single-A minor league baseball, but tonight in Game 7 of the World Series, we need you. And he gets one at bat, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, and the guy hits a grand slam for a walk-off to win the World Series. That's what this horse and this jockey did because the horse was a $30,000 claiming horse. I can explain that later. It's not important. The jockey was a complete unknown. The trainer had trained for 40 years. He almost gave up training horses because a few years ago there was a barn fire and 26 horses died in the barn fire. He lost two of his employees to cancer. This guy was this close to walking out of the horse racing business and on a whim said, let's put our horse in the derby if somebody scratches to even get us in, which is what happened, and a complete unknown wins the Kentucky Derby. George, I'm telling you, this is a Disney movie waiting to happen. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, it's a great story. I was super annoyed at myself, though. Like, I started going, I'm like, 21? I, I didn't, I, nowhere in my wildest dreams right. did I think there was more than 20 horses. I know. So as I'm scrolling, I didn't even, I didn't even scroll all the way past, um, I think, 18 or 19 or whatever. Like, and I was like, all right, whatever. But I was, I was annoyed with myself. Because, man, 800 bucks would have been nice. Dude, listen, um, a $2 bet would have paid $165. So if you would have put down a $10 was 80 to 1. Actually, it's more. It's more. I'm going to make you feel worse. You ready? Thanks. Um, At 160, do the math for me here for a second. 165 times 5. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's close to 800. I think it's a little bit more. But 165 times 5. You'd have to do the math. Okay. So, So that's what it is. But. Man, I'm telling you, what a weekend, right? Like, I mean, everybody knows the NBA playoffs or baseball season is going on, but the Derby, the Canelo fight. Did you the watch? The UFC any- was a big deal too, because Charles Oliveira won his fight, though he was stripped of his title. Right, right. First uh, time that's ever happened in the UFC because he didn't make weight. Yeah, by a half of a pound. It's crazy. Yeah, and and did you happen to? Because I, 
I've never seen the show on Netflix, Ride to Survive. I know the that's one. Yeah, yeah, did you watch any of that? So I watched the stuff, and Lindsay's going to have it in one of the games today. I watched the pre-stuff, uh-huh. um, it just kind of in the background as I was waiting for the NBA games to start. And then I watched a little bit of it. I think F1 is cool because, I, you know, I, I don't know what in, I, I don't know much about auto racing, but I, I feel like a lot of these other races, whether it's NASCAR, IndyCar, or whatever, are way longer. Um, there was only 57 laps. So I thought it felt like it went fairly fast once it got going. So I've never seen an F1 race in my life. I understand how big it is in other parts of the world, but I've yeah. never watched one. But it's going to become big here in the U.S. They started in Austin, which is a party town. They're now into Miami, party town. They're going to Vegas next. That's a party town. Yep. But I will tell you this, that the reason I decided to watch is because I'm like, okay, I know a lot of friends all of a sudden started watching this show, Drive to Survive on Netflix, and now they're legitimately into F1. I'm not, but it's in Miami, and I thought, outside of the stadium where the Dolphins play, I just want to see what it looks like on television. Let me make one piece of commentary, George. It looked cool, yeah. I want everybody in L.A. to listen to this. Whoever runs the sports commission or whatever organization it is that brings major sporting events like the Olympics or the Super Bowl to L.A., whoever's job that is, you should be on the phone today trying to get an F1 race to SoFi Stadium. You should be trying, if, if Austin and Miami and Vegas all have the F1, then L.A. should try and get the F1. Before some other American city finally gets smart and goes, we want that here, L.A. should jump on it today. That's yeah, how good a television is, I don't know was. if I would do it at SoFi Stadium, though. Well, I'm I just coming like up with... I, I feel like if you're going to do that, you got to do that. Um, I, I don't know. I'd have to, you'd have to figure out a better spot, I think, to do that. I don't think SoFi would be the spot I would do it at. Well, what, wherever it is, it doesn't really matter to me. The point I'm trying to make is this. It was star-studded. It, it was, was fun. Michael was, Jordan, Tom right. Brady, right? All there are tons of famous people there. It yes. was great television. It looked awesome. I'm just telling you, whoever runs this part of bringing major sporting events to LA, get on the phone with F1. Why don't you do today. it? Why don't you just call and find out, figure it out? That would actually require work. Remember, we've talked about this. I'm an idea guy. I'm not an execution yeah. guy. Okay. So I'm giving the idea, but I'm expecting somebody else to execute. Got it. You're just giving free advice, like so, I do. Like, you, like you've done for the Lakers. Yes. Well, they, they don't love my free advice. But I do actually have um, – I, I know they, they all think I hate them over there, which is not true. I'm just really? honest. Why is uh, that? They do. They don't love me because they think I'm, I'm, like, mean to them or something. Well, you know but, what? I guess I'll have to smooth things over then. You be bad cop, I'll be good cop. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not. I'm just I'm – just, I give it to you straight. Like, it's okay. If you don't like it, it's all good. Um, but nonetheless, um, I actually think that one of the candidates they interviewed made a ton – of sense. So, yes, no one will remember I said that because they'll only remember the things that they feel like I'm being critical of, um, which I feel like are valid when I do it. But I will tell you what I think the Lakers did that was really smart this weekend when they interviewed somebody. We'll tell you who that is next. We're back in two minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, I love Enrique Iglesias. This song, let this song crank for a second. Kiss away the pain, Cap. I can understand that, George. I can indeed. I'll stand by you forever. Thank you. My breath away. Nice. I mean, this this Iglesias family, man, from the from Pops. I mean, he's like eighty years old, Pops. 
you know, women are still throwing their undergarments at him on stage. Undergarments. Yes. Yeah, it's like the, I feel like the appropriate way to say it. Not panties? I mean, that's not, that's less would. appropriate. Again, yeah. appropriate. Right? Sounds like you would, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's less appropriate. I would imagine the ladies would appreciate the undergarments as opposed to panties. How about if you um, said bra? Bra okay? Brazier? No, bra is fine, I feel like. Um, but again, undergarments is, covers all of that. Spanx? Again, extra. Extra for you. Are Spanx uh, undergarments? So anyway, I believe so. I, does that qualify? I don't know. I no, don't wear them. No, you wear so. Spanx over your undergarments. Oh, you do? Oh, there you go. Thank you. So they're overgarments. Not undergarments. Shapewear. That's what it's called. Shapewear. Shapewear. Thank you, Lindsay. Okay, so not um, a girl. So, yeah, the, this Iglesias family. I mean, they are, I mean, those are some hunks right there. Julio hunks. Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Julio Jr. I mean, he's even better looking than Enrique. Julio Jr. He doesn't sing, but, you know, at least I don't think so. What's he do? But, uh. But, yeah, I don't know what he does. He's just, just walks looking, around being hot. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm Julio Jr., you know what I mean? Right. But Enrique, very talented, obviously, mm-hmm. a performer like dad. I mean, not like huge, not as huge as dad, but big, but big I would say. Um, and I believe, is he still married to Anna Kordakova? He was for a long time. He might still be. But anyway, um, so that and Butterscotch Brownie Day. First of all, I hate butterscotch. Love brownies. But I've never ever had a butter not a butter not a butterscotch brownie, um, and nor would I ever want to, to be honest with you. You know, speaking of that, uh, I've not had a butterscotch brownie myself, but I did yesterday have a slice of banana bread, which I know you really love. I know you love banana bread, nee. and um, it came from like a donut shop that's got a really big reputation for great donuts. And I was like, this banana bread's okay, but my daughter's banana bread blows it away. But I can't there get you, you to try banana bread. No, not my thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I, I mean, I'm, cut, I'm cutting out most of the bread. I had way too much bread in Philadelphia this weekend. Um, you, you have a good cheesesteak anywhere or no? No. no? How about a good pretzel? Remember, you've talked about how good the pretzels I, I, are. I skipped the pretzel because I had too much pasta. Mm-hmm. But the pretzels were there. They were delicious. They okay. looked delicious. Um, but, yeah, too much pasta, Italian food, you know. So I had to kind of cut it back a little bit. And too much wine, too. So, uh, anyhow, the yep. – um, go ahead. You on vacation this weekend, or were you working a game? No, I was working a game. All right. So, I mean, all the food and all the wine. I mean, my goodness. I mean, you're. I mean, if you're in, you're in Philadelphia, you're not going to eat Italian food. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I suppose. I guess. I mean, is that there's is a that lot what, of Italian restaurants in Philly. Okay. Well, so. sounds like you had a good time. I mean, I did until my kid's forehead got split while I was three thousand miles away. But you know, because she fell. But you know, I mean, that's fine. Everything. Oh my God! What happened? Let me hear. Can I hear? I mean, it was like you know, just seven-year-olds running in a PE class. They all get tangled up. They all hit the deck. My daughter just happened to hit the floor at the wrong position, and her uh, forehead split. Oh. And uh, yeah, so my wife took her to our uh, our doctor, and they didn't have like someone they felt comfortable with, like a plastic surgeon type, to right. do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, bro, I don't want to screw this up. It's like a huge gash on her forehead. And uh, so they went to Children's. And, uh, yeah. George, um, between my daughter a few weeks ago being mauled by a dog and your daughter right. falling, I mean, my goodness, we've had a lot of damage here in the last couple well, of weeks. I mean, between, well, that, I mean, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a crazy month on this show, for sure. It really has. Hey, um, let me say something to everybody who's out here ripping my math skills. And, George, I don't know if you're seeing what's happening in the community. No, I haven't checked yet. So, so if, you're, if you're an 80-to-1 horse... And you have $10 on the horse to win. Everybody thinks that means that you've won $800. Well, all you smart guys out there that are ripping my math skills, you don't seem to understand how this actually works. So let me have a quick second to teach you. Okay, go ahead. Go. If, if a horse wins the Kentucky Derby at 80 to 1, did you notice what the horse paid to win? The horse paid $165 to win. Don't quote me exactly because I know we got a lot of fact checkers out there. But it could have been one hundred and sixty-two fifty. But let's just go with one hundred and sixty-five. You don't multiply one hundred and sixty-five times ten. You don't multiply eighty times ten. You multiply what the horse won, which in this case was one hundred and sixty-five times. Does anybody know the number you multiply it by? No. Go ahead. Tell us. By five. Do you know why it's five? Because why? it's a two-dollar bet. So a ten-dollar bet is is five bets. Five two-dollar bets equals one ten-dollar bet. So if you if the horse pays 165, you multiply that by 5, not by 10. So to everybody out there that's tripping my math skills, let me tell you something. I'm terrible at math. 
but you guys are worse. Wait, what is what? Why does it? Why is it a two dollar butt? Because that's what a standard well, bet is. Bet, okay, because I, yeah. I feel like me as somebody who wagers on a lot of things, I didn't know that. Yeah, so let's just say a horse is ten to one in the Kentucky Derby, and the horse wins. When they put up what the horse paid, it'll say it paid this much to win, this much to place, this much to show. Um, and what it, so that's because people will bet across the board, and then they'll win all three bets. So a $2 bet times the, times the number of, well, in this case, five, because if you have a $10 bet, it's five times two. So that's how this works. So everybody out there who's going, you're so dumb because you thought that an 80 to one at $10 equals 800. Like, how could you not figure that out? We're not talking about 10%. We're, we're talking about there. This is very specific math. And uh, I'm actually feeling quite smart right now while everybody else should feel pretty darn dumb. Okay, cool. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Thanks need, for the explainer. Need to get that off my chest. You know, I'm getting ripped in the community. <laughs> okay. It's all good. Um, hey, so real quick, the Lakers. Yeah. So they're still looking for a coach, clearly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've realized that. You know, there's um, one, not you know, the guy that's off the board and uh, Mike Brown was not a guy they were going to hire because they've already hired him before. So that, that really didn't affect their search per se. But they did interview one guy that I really thought made a ton of sense. Do you know who that guy was? I do remember you dropping a morsel early last week. I'm going to take a guess here. Are we talking about Terry Stotts, the former It is Terry Portland Stotts. It coach? is Terry Stotts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know why I like Terry Stotts? For I this think team? you talked, I, I'm almost sure, that you talked about maybe system. Is that is that why you thought he would make for a good coach well, oh, based on what okay, this team so has? He, he rem- Okay, so he reminds me a lot of Vogel in the sense that he doesn't want to run the front office or any of that stuff. Like, he just wants to coach. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I think they have very similar demeanors is the way I would describe it, which I think works well with what the Lakers want to do and how they want to control stuff uh, from above, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other part of the equation is, unlike Frank, though, who is a defensive, a strong defensive coach, Terry is a strong offensive coach. So if indeed it is true that the Lakers – whether they're being, whether they're stuck with Russ or they want to keep Russ, however, it doesn't really matter how you end up with Russ still being on the roster. If you're going to look for someone to help that evolve into whatever you think it can evolve into and maximize it, an offensive coach makes a lot of sense. And Terry's one of those guys that I think could make that work. I'm mean, not saying it like work. Now, work into a championship? I don't know. I don't think that, I don't know if there's anybody that can do that personally. That's just my my personal opinion but i think he can certainly make it look better than it did last year well the other uh interviewee that's been uh rumored out there is mark jackson and i know we've mark jackson's not gonna be the lakers coach why are you so definitive i i just i mark jackson and i told you you know we talked about this weeks ago i would hire him if it were me making the decision but i think that mark jackson is a big personality in the room and i think that Mark Jackson, because of that, because he's been on television for so long, because he's got big opinions, um, I, I think that you'd have to be like, if it needs to be a very stable and secure situation to feel like, oh yeah, we can hire Mark Jackson, we're good, because they don't, nobody wants to be overshadowed. I think it's, it's their organizations don't want to be overshadowed by the coach, and I've told you, I feel like the Lakers, and maybe they prove me wrong, maybe they do hire Mark Jackson, that'd be great. I think it'd be great, but maybe they hire – I think they're going to hire someone that doesn't want to have any input or very little input on the front office aspect of this. And I would believe that Mark will want some input on that. I, I'm not, I, I, don't, I have not asked him that, okay? So don't take that – I'm being straight with that. And I don't want to even talk that much about Mark because people are going to think I know what I'm talking about because I am completely speculating on this because they assume because I work with him I would know. I have not had one conversation, and I can – I will I, – I can tell you that I am swearing on both my children that I have not had a conversation with Mark Jackson about a coaching opportunity. Okay? Well, I've not. you know, when you say that people will hear you talk about this and they'll assume you know what you're talking about, let me say this. I'll talk about it, and everybody will assume I have no idea what I'm talking about, so let me just say something. I think Mark Jackson um, would be a really interesting name because he has enough star power um, and, and because he has a, a, had had a playing career, had a coaching career, has had a very high visibility television career. I actually think Mark Jackson could handle this current group, assuming I do that it too. stays the no, same. No, no, no. Don't, don't get it twisted, dude. 
I, I, you know, or as Key would say, don't get it twisted, homeboy. Thank you. Uh, I, I want the homeboy. I, uh, I, I agree with you. I, I would hire him. I think that Mark would be fine as the head coach here of the Los Angeles Lakers. I think he'd be good. Um, I like Terry too, though, is what I'm telling you. Ha- with my gut feeling is they would never, they would not hire Mark Jackson. Um, because again, I think that Mark is a big personality in the room. And I don't know if the Lakers want a big personality in the room as their head coach. Yeah, but I would just say that the thing about Mark Jackson that would excite me if I could get him is I feel like he's the kind of coach that if you gave him a five-year contract, you could say, look, here's our goal and here's our expectation. You're going to usher us through the end of the LeBron AD era, and you're so well-known and so well-respected that other players eventually, when we get to this point, will actually want to play with you or for you. And, and we will have had enough success that you'll, you'll be positioned to get additional free agent types of players. I, I think Mark Jackson's a really good call, and it's something that I think the Lakers should really yeah, no, seriously I, consider. I, I would agree, and he has interviewed according to um, reports, so that, that'd be great. I, but I think, you know, I, I, I've already told you uh, before, right, we, we talked about this, uh, whatever it was, three weeks ago or whatever, that I, I would be all in on Mark Jackson. I mean, for a million different reasons. And look, I, I said it that day. I come with a bias here. I know the man. I like the man. <laughs> I've worked with the man for five years now. And I know that he's a good basketball guy. So, like, I, I, I have, I mean, I would endorse that a million times over. I, I just would be surprised just based on what I believe to be the what the Lakers are looking for in a head coach. I believe Terry Stotts fits that mold better for what they think. Not that I think he's a better coach than Mark Jackson, because I would not say that. Um, but I, I think that he's a more realistic candidate based on the way I believe they want to do their search. I heard a wise man once say, it's a star-driven town. Yeah, a star-driven town. Right. Mark Jackson is a star. Terry Stotts is a basketball coach. Okay, we can continue this on the other side. Let's do that. Um, plus, we've got some VIP tickets to give out to the Mandy Awards. Make sure you stick around for that. If you haven't downloaded the app, what the hell are you waiting for? ESPN LA app. Go to your app store regardless of your phone. Go do that. But coming up next, fans have lost their damn minds. We'll get to that next in two minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Something, you got to be starting something. You want to be starting something. Got to be starting something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Chris, I feel like you should have separated yeah, two yeah. of the things there. I feel like having to talk about this song, which is an amazing song, because you're a vegetable. Yeah, yeah. All right? Yeah, yeah. And then having to talk about Friday the 13th, like, those are two separate segments to me. Wait a second. Throw one more on top of that. How about National Lost Sock Day? I mean, is that not a problem that every person listening today understands <sighs> I intimately? I have a simple solution for that. What's that? Tell me. Tie them together? No. Oh. Just get, I, I only have black socks now. That's it. Oh, One that's brand actually smart. And black socks. I'm that's the same. It. Same girls. We're, we're way ahead of you guys. You want to know what no, the best I, socks listen, are? Even if they're black socks, I've still lost them, though. Yeah, that's my yeah, problem, too. but then too. you can always get, because they're always the same, same socks. Size. If you lose yeah. one, then it's like, oh, you might have one extra. Exactly. But that's it. That's the most you can have. No, I've got so many one-off socks in my. I don't even know what the hell. Ha- Where do they even go? Like that's, I've, that's I've searched question. in the dryer. Yeah, I've searched we in the dryer. Have- like, are they stuck in the dryer somewhere? Like, what the hell? Something does happen. But I'll tell you this: when you go to Costco, Costco has these like twelve pack of these Puma brand socks. They are the most comfortable and best socks. So I'll buy a whole bunch of them and then I'll bring them home. And I feel like I'm sock rich. You know, like I am loaded. I am wealthy in socks. And then all of a sudden, before I know it, they're all gone. I can't find them anywhere. I got no socks in my sock drawer. I don't know what happened to them all. I was sock rich. Now I'm sock poor. So you lose all of the socks and not just one of each socks. Right. I lose them not just as an individual sock. I lose them as pairs as well. Yeah, it sounds like a personal problem. It's more of a problem of having a house full of kids, you know? That's what happens to them. Yeah, I just have all the same brand of all the same socks. They're all like the little plain old white Nike socks. So that way, if I lose one, 
Like that's all. That's the most I'm going to have is one extra one. Yeah. Well, I think George, your whole point is right on. Whether it's Michael Jackson, Friday the Thirteenth, or National so- Lost Sock Day, that's a lot to unpack here. Those could have been three individual rejoins. Uh, so, I and I also right. I would have loved to have talked about Friday the Thirteenth. You know, this Friday is a Friday the Thirteenth. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Hope you're not flying that day. So I am. I am. I'm oh, flying. Wait, I might flying. be. It depends if I got a game on Thursday. I'll be flying back on Friday. I'm superstitious. I wouldn't fly on a Friday the 13th. You would. Ne- I mean, really? Yep. I mean, I can understand not flying on. You know, on, you know, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Well, superstitious. That's why they don't have 13th floors. Like that's the whole thing. Who doesn't have a 13th floor? Most places. Some, don't have a lot 13th of hotels. Yeah. yeah. You mean they stop at 12, or you mean they, they go up to 20? They skip it. Yeah. They skip it. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. You've never noticed that before? Never in my life. Look at really? any building that has God. more than 12 floors and see if there's a 13. Most of them don't have them. Wow. And I'm flying on Friday, although I am trying to weasel my way out of it. What are you going? Where are you going? Well, so, George, you know, Thursday, the Sedano and Cap show is going to be at Hollywood Park Casino. Oh, for, for the, the big... Mason uh, Lombardi party? Correct. So um, I was supposed to be off Thursday and Friday of this week, but I assumed that you were going to have a game on Thursday or at least be traveling on Thursday. And I thought to myself, I don't want to leave the show without you or me here. Right. So I I did what I always do. I procrastinated. Last week on Wednesday, Lindsay and I were looking up flights. If I would have changed my flight, and yeah. and booked it when Lindsay and I were looking at it, I would have yeah. gotten a $50 still haven't said where the hell you're going. Though. Oh, I'm going to Boise, Idaho to get my daughter to bring her home oh. for the summer. And okay. the reason I'm going there is because I don't want her driving from Boise by herself. Yeah, it's a long drive. And I just figured, you know, when am I going to get a chance to hang out with my 20-year-old daughter for a road trip like this? So I right. thought, okay, I'll go up there. Oh, so you're flying and then driving back with her. Right. But, gotcha. I will, but let me tell you guys something. So now that I'm looking at gas prices, I think oh, I've man. come to realize that it might be less expensive to fly her home and leave her car there rather than drive her car back. Yeah, I think it's very possible that's going to be cheaper. But wait, she's not going to have a car then the whole summer. And you're going to have to deal with that bickering and back and you forth. you got to pay and, for Ubers then. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then the whole, like, I'm not paying for with my money for her gas. Like, I don't know, I feel like it's just not What kind of car are we talking about? Uh, it's a Mazda CX-5 oh, or fine. CX-30. Oh, no, that's fine. That's not like it's a not, gas yeah, counselor. Let me ask you guys a question. If I could get a flight for three hundred and fifty dollars, no, um, it's not. That's it, it's. But you're better off driving and not having to deal with the headache of her not having a car all summer. Okay. Well, so as right, it turns out, that, George, Lindsay is right. That is going to be a problem for you yep, later. Right. So as it turns out, I was supposed to go on Thursday, yeah. but then because of the uh, broadcast at Hollywood Park Casino for the Lombardi yeah. party, I'm like, okay, I'm going to change my flight. So I changed it to Friday, and now I realize I'm flying on Friday the thirteenth. Right. Now, I am not as superstitious as Lindsay. And I'm willing to fly on Friday the 13th. Yeah. What were they saying in that movie? Because I'm just saying, like, that's exactly what they were saying, but I have no idea. Chris played it in the open. So they, I think they say, like, kill and then something else. They're like, kill, 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 kill. And something, right, that's what, what I hear, too, is. when I hear it. But I don't know if that's actually true. I heard your version, which was, cha, 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 cha. So I just hear a lot of cha-chas. I mean, that's like one of my favorite horror movies. Do you know who the killer is in that movie, Cap? Um, Jason? No. Oh, Jason's not the killer? No, come on. You guys obviously oh, have seen Oh, in the original him. one? Yeah. Oh, the mom. Yeah, it's his mom. Oh, yeah, Jason's the original mom. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the original one, it's Jason's mom. Gosh, I must tell you, I have forgotten that. I've given all the credit to Jason for being the killer. I didn't realize mom was the killer. I'm trying to look up and see what they're actually saying, if it says it anywhere. So one um, one thing here on the Internet says that it says, kill, 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 mama, mama. Kill mama? Yeah. Or cha, 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 kill, 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 mama. Maybe they were trying to send something to us, like like mom's the killer and Jason needs to kill mom. Yeah, hold on. Let's hear it on the... I can't hear it. That just sounds like. Ch- 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 bah, bah, bah. Yeah, hold on. Let me send this to Laura so she can like she can play it on the air. I feel like this will be better. Were you playing it off your phone? No, it's just on my uh, computer. Oh, yeah, Laura, I'll send that to you. Just give me a sec. It says on uh, ScreenRant.com the theme music created was actually quote Kiki Ki Ma Ma Ma. 
No, Kiki. I don't hear no Kiki, Kiki, Mama, Mama. Get out of here. She was reciting the words to herself, kill her mommy, as if it was a request from her deceased son. Kiki, Kiki, Mama, Mama. That sounds right to me. Sounds like it adds up. I want to hear it again. <laughs> it does, does it? <laughs> it? I mean, maybe for the original. Think about but it. But anyway. He, he's just abbreviating kill, kill her mama. But he's just yeah. going, kill, kill. You know, I, I, I get it. I get it. So you really would not fly on Friday the 13th? You're that superstitious, Lindsay? No, yeah. dude. I've flown I, on Friday the 13th a bunch of times. You're yeah. fine. Laura, would you fly on Friday the 13th? Yeah, why not? Lindsay, will you not drive on Friday the 13th? No, I mean, I don't. I mean, I'll drive to work, but like, it's not like I'm driving all over the place anyway. Hmm. Yeah, I will I'm fly just, on Friday the 13th, usually because it's like, wait, today's Friday the 13th? I had no idea. I take right, here we Friday go, Laura. Laura's got it. Seriously. No, that's not it. Those are that's violins. Not, that's not the one I sent you. That's a different one. That's a different horror movie. What horror movie was that? Let me hear it again. No, that's, that's a theme. That's just the one without the ch 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 Wait, No, wait, I need the ch It's like, kill her, mommy. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> We're such idiots. I really honestly thought Jason was the killer and had no recollection oh, here we of go. Shh. I hear ma 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 at the end there. I hear I do hear that. Maybe someone in the audience knows. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Um, all right, so real quick, Terry Stotts. Yeah. I, I feel, back to that, like hard right here. Wow, um, really? Nice. Well, we got a break in a minute. I know, I know. Um, so I, I do want to continue this discussion. I don't want to just keep playing that song over and over again. It's, <laughs> it's pretty funny, funny though. I don't know, I kind of like it. I know, me too. <laughs> cha, 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 cha. You'll be on anyway. the plane and I'll, like, I'll send that to you. You'll open it and you'll be like, oh, my God, everything's going to start looking at you. Jason was like the um, – I felt like Michael, Michael Myers was the scariest one of all those because I felt like that was the most realistic. Jason wasn't realistic to me. What, a guy Nina. just walking around in a hockey mask with a knife? No, but, like, he's taking off the mask in some of the movies, and he's got, like, worms coming out of his face. Like, you never see Michael Myers without No, that could really happen, dude. <laughs> that could really happen. Seriously. Don't, no, seriously. not really. No, don't, don't oh, man, downplay no. it. It could happen. No, that could not really. really. Happen. Don't think so. Michael Myers one. That? You know that Michael Myers, the mask was originally a mask of William Shatner, right? Yes, that's so funny. Because yeah. it, it looks like him. Yeah, it was a mask eyes. of William yeah. Shatner. That Mason's best friend, William Shatner. Uh, all right, let, let's do the Lakers coaching thing. Let's talk about fans getting out of control. Um, and there's another Lakers rumor that came out this past weekend about a player, an all-star caliber player, a superstar caliber player that almost came to the Lakers. We'll do that coming up next in two minutes.